Okay, welcome to episode, what, five now? There's some background music, too, to this, this episode. This is going to be good. This is classy. So this is episode five of, uh, episode five of No Punch Intended. Um, yeah, so we're here to talk about football and stuff, as always. So what has happened since the last time we talked? Definitely the 49ers have completely fallen apart. Their team has turned into garbage. I mean, they really fell apart. Yeah, during the season last exactly. year. I mean, like, now there's just nobody there. Like, okay, okay, who who's left? Okay, so we obviously Harbaugh <laughs> no left. One. No, like Harbaugh left. Willis retired. Borland retired. Um, uh, Justin Smith's probably gonna retire, right? I mean, um, Michael Crabtree is probably gonna be gone. Yeah. Uh, Frank Gore's gone. Frank Gore. Forgot about Frank Gore. Um, uh, Who else? McDonald, but then again, he he yeah he kind he kind of sucks also because you know like salt <laughs> charges and blah blah blah. But still, right? I mean, that's still a fairly big loss because yeah, he's pretty good loss, though, right? I mean, already lost every other exactly. Yeah, they lost Chris Culliver to the Redskins. I mean, like, uh, like they they oh Chris Culliver forgot about him. Like Chris Culliver is actually pretty good, but also at the same time he also kind of sucks because yeah. isn't he like yeah yeah so whatever <laughs> yeah. And then then also their fullback also got like Bruce Miller. He also yeah. got like arrested for like domestic abuse or so basically bad time to be forty nine Yeah, I have no idea. And then um. Because essentially, I, I was, I was, because I was just looking at their middle linebackers, they went from having uh, arguably like the best, like um, duo of inside linebackers in the league, to Nothing. no, to like a pretty good duo of inside linebackers in the league with Navarro Bowman and Borland, to just Navarro Bowman. <laughs> they have <laughs> nobody else, so things are not looking good for them. Uh, yeah, I mean, what what do you think happened? Like, what <laughs> happened to this team? Do you have any ideas? Um, I'd say. It- Credits a lot of the reports for why Harbaugh left, which is that the whole locker room dynamic was absolutely terrible in there. It was a bunch of people fighting back and forth. I think you finally see that now. It looks like Harbaugh made a very, very smart move to leave when he did before all this carnage got started. Brian? Wait, didn't Harbaugh get asked to leave? Yeah, well, yeah, asked yeah. To leave, asked and then asked to leave yeah. a second season, and then like, they're like, oh, we're oh, back true, in the NFC Championship. Okay. We'll keep you on. Yeah. And then no one really knows what's going on with Harbaugh on that team. Yeah. Oh, it's kind of sad. I always, I always kind of like believed in Colin Kaepernick, but now like he has no team at he all. Really does exactly. Not have yeah. So it's even if he was a good quarterback, he's probably not going to be able to. I don't know. Like the it. new head coach is like the old what D line coach or something. Yeah. Like, yeah. why do, why would you not even hire like one of your offensive coordinators or defensive coordinators? Why your D line coach? Like, I, I'm pretty like uh, to me, it's pretty obvious that they're like want for like the yes man who would like say just like say yes to the GM yeah. and say yes to the owner. Right, because like exactly, like they don't want they don't want Harbaugh like who's like trying to make all the decisions. Then yeah, yeah, like exactly what you said. I even though there were all the, like, the reports of like conflict in the locker room, blah blah blah. I really do think Harbaugh was the one kind of keeping it together. Yeah, and now that he's gone. It looks like it's completely falling apart. I mean, who who have they gotten in free agency though? They got Tory Smith, right? Honestly, I don't know. I that's it. I, th- I think that's it. I think they just got Tory Smith. I mean, they might have gotten more, but that's at least the only really Man. notable. Yeah, they are. They signing. are like. They're really floundering. Smith, like, don't get me wrong, he's a good wide receiver, but he's more of a deep threat than anything else. Yeah. And saw that with the Ravens, and they got marginalized when Steve Smith came. But yeah. Smith is old, but they still used him a lot more than they used Torrey Smith. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you guys? Oh yeah, speaking of 49ers, Borland. The huge. That was like shocking. Sh- completely shocking. shocking. I like. I did not see that coming at all. What, what? I mean, what do you guys think? I mean, for him, it's probably a smart move because yeah. you're seeing a lot of players with CTE now once they're playing, and it's like. My long-term health is more important. Like, yes, that is true for the 49ers. It's terrible, and for the fate of the NFL, it's not a very good sign because you're gonna have. If he's the first one, then it's likely that you're gonna have more players following that trend, 
or you play a season or two and then you retire before you run the risk of career damaging injuries. So for the future of the NFL, it's not a good sign. That covers it all. Yeah, I, 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 I think you kind of covered it. I mean, but I, I don't think it's gonna change too much though, because like, because while a lot of players did tweet out like this point, say, you know, like, hey, you know, he's a good person. Like, there are a couple of players like Bobby Wagner who did say, like, yeah, like I respect his decision, yeah. but they're like, yeah, but I'm gonna play until I can't anymore. Yeah. You know, I, mean, I don't yeah. think it'll I don't think a lot of NFL players will follow. But no. I mean, I don't think it'll change anything like in the near future. Yeah. yeah, but it could be like the first crack in the wall of sure. the NFL. No. I think that that's, that is actually that is the best way to put it. I would say it's a pretty classy move by him, too. He's giving back 75% uh, of his signing bonus I, because I, he I, only yeah. did play for one of the four years. I would say that's a very classy move by him. You know, that was really nice. I mean, but, you know, I think what, you know, just really sucks is he was such a good player. I mean, he was, he, yeah. he was so good. Ugh. I have to admit, I did wish he was a little bit faster, though. But, I mean, his instincts were, like, insane. He was attacking the machine. Yeah. So... No, no, I, I mean, it was really unexpected, but yeah, I do I do think he made a good long-term decision, though, yes. for himself, you know. Um, so, what else, do, we, like, do you want to go maybe over some of the rule changes? Do you have some of them? Um, what, was one of the, what was one of the big ones? Medical timeouts. The medical timeouts. The medical timeouts, what do you guys think about medical timeouts, Ryan? I mean, it completely changes, like, the flow of the game. Like, it adds, it adds medical, like. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> like, like, I guess what I'm like, Yeah. I mean, um, like I agree that it changed it. I don't think it'll be too drastic of a difference because even now you have stoppages in the game. If a player is like down, lying on the ground, where the trainers are allowed to come out and like cut away to TV breaks, it's just giving them a little bit more authority there. And I think it's really just the NFL reacting to the public outcry over all these different brain injuries and seeing yeah. like players like Borland walk away for their safety. I think the NFL is realizing that if they want to keep having parents tell their children to play games, stuff like that, they actually have to try to address it. Yeah. I don't know how well it will work, just because there's always going to be teams that don't want their star players going out, and star players don't want to sit out, they want to go back into the game, and obviously, yes, it will disrupt the game, make an already, like, three and a half hour game a little bit longer, to make it up to, like, four hour game, but I do think the intent is good, it'll just be interesting to see how well it's actually executed. And my only problem with this, because it's not like I don't support this, I, it's, like, it's a good idea, right, it's, like, keeps um, players more safe the only problem is though is that it will i think it might start flopping yeah where like where because well especially when you're playing against like the eagles or something right and you're just completely gassed if you just flop it because like isn't it isn't there gonna now going to be like a person on the sideline to like check and like they will they'll be able in charge of like yeah i mean if they can like call the timeout or not you just like flop right in front of them and they'll be like okay timeout uh, and then you have you know like that's I, yeah, I, that it wasn't my. I, I got that off Twitter somewhere. Sorry, person who I saw that from. But yeah, like that is like something you do need to keep in mind. Yeah, I would know? say that like that does happen already though. There are already like reports yeah, of that like, is true. Yeah. Uh, teams like faking injuries against high option offense and stuff like that. So I'd just say that yes, it gives a little bit more increased chance for that. But I don't think it'll be like a ton more than already happens in the mm -hmm. game. Um. So what is another? Uh, oh, the Patriots. The Patriots, the Patriots rule. Basically, what it's become known as. Yeah. What do you think? Um, I think it's a terrible rule that they changed it to. I had no problem whatsoever with the Patriots did. They it, they did something that was legal in the rule book, and all it is is that they were smarter than every other team. They didn't do anything illegal. They didn't do anything that should be illegal. It's illegal now just because the other teams threw a fit that the Patriots managed to outsmart them. They, they, they got annoyed that the Patriots, not having a very good team outside of Tom Brady and a couple other defensive players, managed to win using something innovative. They should be accepting that. It's like the wild, I, like, I don't think it'll be a long-term, I don't think it would have been a long-term thing. Like the Wildcat was like huge for a couple of years, 
Dolphins beat the Patriots with it multiple times, and then it just died away once teams figured it out. I think teams would have figured this out before, and it's just a useless rule change. I just thought it was like it was really fun to like watch these really cool trick plays, and I'm just really sad the NFL banned them. Yeah, and like, I, I want to see Nate Solder catch another okay, touchdown yes. pass, and now it yeah. sucks because I'm uh, probably not going to see that ever again. But yeah, no, I agree. Like, it is on, it is pretty ridiculous. Playing on drafting Nate Solder, <laughs> Nate Solder in fantasy. Oh, man, that would be year. great. That would be awesome. We know we need to do a fantasy episode of this. Nah. Yeah, no, that's that's, that's for that's for way later. Okay, yeah, but um, yeah, but the thing is, uh. I, I, yeah, I agree. It's it's pretty ridiculous of the NFL teams just to be like, oh man, they they beat us with something creative, you know? Yeah. I mean, like they didn't outlaw Wildcat. Why are you outlawing exactly. this? Or like it's the, literally or, or, just because it's the Patriots. Exactly. Like, the, look, I feel like other teams can see this and like they'll start using it too. Yeah. Exactly. It's, it's like, just yeah. because yeah. it's the Patriots and they did it. No, it's it, it, to me. I mean, to, for something even more more recent, just like the read option, yeah. right? Like the read option was so big, like when RG three like first yeah. came into the His NFL. Yeah. And really, ever since then. It's, not yeah. completely died out, but essentially, it's like it's not that big a deal yeah. anymore. Yeah, especially because yeah, people figured it out. Yeah. It's like there's, because I, I feel like there's always going to be something innovative, and people are going to figure it out. But now you're essentially just taking this off the board, and it just makes the game less creative. I guess you know? the only plus side is now we get to see what new trick Bill Belichick has. Yeah, he's going to have something new. Because <laughs> he always has something. He's always going to have something new. Okay. Um, I guess some the other blackout rules that enlarge one. The blackout rule, they did yeah. away with the blacking out. Who, I think one team voted against. I think the Bengals voted against it or something. I mean, which is really like <laughs> it's really just a formality Bengals, because I on. saw something online that said last year there were like zero games total blacked out oh, yeah. on any network. So it's really just a formality. I mean, like it's a good intent rule. It'll make smaller markets have more TV revenue because they'll actually be able to show their games on mm -hmm. TV. But at the same time, barely any games are ever blacked out. Yeah. So it's mainly just yeah. like a law in there. I actually saw something really interesting. I don't know how true this is. But I did see something that the um, NFL is going to essentially um, stream one episode, not one episode, what am I talking about? One episode of our podcast. NFL is going to stream one episode of our podcast. No, the NFL is going to stream one game online. I did see that. Yeah. The what? The Jaguars versus Bills, right? Well, yeah. That, the game. London game. Fantastic. Right? But like, Beautiful. that's, that's crazy. Like, I mean, how is that even going to work? Like, because I mean, obviously, I feel like I know what they're trying to do, which essentially they're trying to get a more like worldwide. Yeah, they're trying people, to like, you know, watch Especially because that game is going to be at like the nine nine a.m. slot yeah, or whatever. Yeah, so like way more people over like like Overseas time zone wise, like can or going to be it's going to be more accessible, right? I so. think it's a good idea for them because they, when they're talking about like league expansion, they're not just talking about like moving teams globally, but also like fan bases. Mm -hmm. So it's a good like first step. I mean, you have like a lot of other. Um, <laughs> Uh, leagues like the NBA and stuff, you can watch some of their games online. So it's a good first step for the NFL. I don't think they're gonna move to like every game online for no, free. Yeah, no way. Because the NFL is all about money. Well, they can make money off the ads. Yeah, true. During. True. I mean, it's gonna be what a three or four hour live stream. Yeah, that's a long time. Just, uh, yeah, so there's gonna be a lot of ads. They're and gonna they be have, like, a lot of ads. Commercials. Get ready to okay. Four hour live stream. Oh, <laughs> oh my god, I forgot about that. No. Because you can't even see this on TV. You have to watch. It's only going to be available on uh, on the internet. Unless you live in uh, Buffalo or Jacksonville. So, nope. So, yeah. <laughs> so, it's just it's just online, essentially. Yeah. But, yeah, I think I think it is a very interesting concept. Kind of wish they picked a better game. Because Bills, Bills are going to be an interesting team next year. 
Jaguars. I mean, the Jaguars have maybe, potential. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, they have potential. Like, it really depends on their draft. Potential is quite a word yeah, for them. Really. But I feel like they've had potential for a while. They just <laughs> never do anything with it. Yeah. But, like, yeah. they have a decent team. Mm. At least they have decent parts of a team. I'm not going to go so far as to say they have a full decent team. They just need, like, a couple more pieces. But Blake Bortles showed flashes that he can be a good quarterback. Yeah. They had a couple good wide receivers. They had, like, Marquise Lee, Allen Robinson. They had the guy, like, Allen Hearns or something who had one insane oh, game. Yeah. Alan Hearns is. Like, yeah. they have a good team. They have a good coach. It just depends how well they do in draft yeah. this year. Um, but the Jaguars, just going off some of their free agency signings, they signed Dan Scuda. Uh, have you guys ever heard of Dan Scuda? No, I haven't. Yeah, exactly. Um, he is a backup. He was a backup, like, middle linebacker for – middle middle linebacker slash outside linebacker for the 49ers. Uh, and they paid him essentially, like, starter money. Um, they also signed Devon House. Do you guys know who Devon House is? No. Yeah, he was, like, the third or fourth cornerback – for the Green Bay Packers. Guess what? They also signed him to essentially starter money. But they did sign Thomas. Yeah, they signed Julius Thomas. Which is a pretty good signing. Which is a pretty signing. But, like, <laughs> these two defensive players, like, they signed them for, in my, like, way too much money. Way too much money. Like, these, because, the, uh, you know, like, I, I do kind of like the one-year one deals where you're, like, kind of like a prove-it right. deal. And I feel like both these players, especially because they're career backups, both kind of deserve prove-it deals. But then they signed them to a long expensive deals and like, I don't know. Yeah. So what would you guys say is like the best couple of signings for free agency in terms Ooh. of like the worth and the money that they signed for? Maybe Randall Cobb. Because I mean like Cobb oh, is like yeah, such yeah. a good like big part of like the passing game. Because yeah they do have like a billion wide receivers in Green, uh, Green Bay. But you like really like Cobb and Rogers are like they, they really work together well. So I think it was a good deal. Especially because they signed him for like Per, I like the only time what for ten million a year or something, which is I think I think was less than I thought he was going to go for. So I mean they really got a pretty good deal in that. Fantastic, you like him. Yeah, there's a lot of talk about him leaving. Interesting. How much was Torrey Smith signed for? Because I think he's going to be really valuable. I think it was five years, maybe in the forty million, like high forty million dollar range, or maybe low okay. fifty million. So yeah, about, about really, probably about really ten really million a year. For that forty nine offense, especially yeah. as they like as they stand left. right now. Exactly. Yeah. Colin they have, Kaepernick like, needs someone nobody. to throw to. Oh wait, never mind. They just they still have Carlos Hyde at running back. I mean, oh yeah, they, he hasn't but really he proved really, himself. Yeah, I mean, he can be good. Yeah, yeah. He's good. didn't they get him like the third round or something? Yeah. That, I remember that because I remember some people had him going like first round. That yeah, blew my cool. mind. Yeah. Oh my god, the 49ers, You have to admit, they draft well. They really do draft well. Yeah, but anyway, yeah. So yeah, Joe, uh, your good signing was um, Torrey Smith. I would say either one of two defensive tackles. In being Nick Fairley, who the Rams got for under ten million, oh, and oh, Terrence Knighton, who signed for under five million for the Redskins, both were on one-year deals and both fill massive holes. In terms of Terrence Knighton, well, okay, wait, what okay. hole does okay. Nick Fairley fill? The hole uh-huh. is the massive hole between being a spectacular defense and being <laughs> the NFL's best okay. defense. Okay, so what you're saying is the Rams need three superstar defensive tackles. Yes. What if one of them gets tired? <laughs> This is ridiculous. What if the Rams want to play like five across the front line? Asian, <laughs> they stop the offense. Too three defense. To you know, I mean, but you, you have to admit, in five two, like you will not be able to run on them in goal line situations. At you will all. not be able to run on them in any situation. No, I it mean, doesn't matter if you're on the goal line. True. Okay, that is a good point. That's a fair <laughs> point. But really on the goal line, because when you put all three yeah. defensive tackles in there, like but I mean, you want to stop no, like Marshall Lynch. Impossible. You have yeah. three oh. defensive tackles that <laughs> are like, all that pro is, worthy. That is a really good then point. Then on the ends, yeah. you have two defensive ends that are all pro worthy. Yeah, that is, that is a really, really good point. And then Terrence Knighton for the Redskins. My God, yeah. they cannot stop the run. 
and now yeah. you have like one of the largest defensive tackles in yeah. the game, literally. Literally, he's <laughs> overweight, but I mean, he still plays well, so yeah. So I'd say both those got real good deals in terms of money that the team shelled out. Yeah, definitely. Um, what else? Um, okay, do you want to maybe we could do some draft talk? Did you hear about uh, Randy Ge Gregory? Uh, the marijuana. marijuana test. Yeah, marijuana test. So Why the thing are is, people so stupid. I know. What? I, I, I completely agree. I completely year, agree. There is one of these people. Look at Keenan Allen, who would have been a first, possibly like top fifteen pick, until into the third round. This is the largest, only job interview these people have. Basically, if you get drafted in your life, why are you so dumb as to use marijuana, like right before the combine? This is, I just, I just don't understand why they do this. The, the question becomes, though, right? The question becomes. How far is Randy Gregory going to fall? Because if you keep a couple of things in mind, yeah. First of all, look at Keenan Allen, right? Um, and but the thing is, you have to admit, Keenan Allen hasn't had any problems in the NFL since. He has, right? So keep that in mind. But also, still the you have, reason like, that same thing. Like look at him twice. Uh, Tyron Matthew. Yeah, he didn't fail like drug test at combine, but he failed like what three or four drug tests at LSU. So like that was a huge red flag. And look, he's become like what a superstar. Teams are going to be hesitant, especially with Josh Gordon yeah. getting suspended again, yeah. exactly, and again. Again, so I mean, drug so, and alcohol use. Because I mean, he was probably top five pick. Yeah. Where does he go now? Randy Gregory was easily top ten. I don't know if he makes it. I'd say, I would have said that he would have been still in the first round. But this is such a deep class. I know that. No, that's, that's what that I'm there thinking. is a possibility that when you get to like the twentieth pick and then nobody needs a pass rusher anymore and you fall way way down. No, trust me, Cardinals need a pass rusher bad at twenty four. Running man. back way more than a pass rusher. Who? Well, we only have what Okafor. That's it. We only have Alex Okafor. Yeah, do you guys even know who Alex Okafor is? He's a guy who um, Russell Wilson juked out super hard. <laughs> okay, Russell yeah. Wilson jukes like exactly. Yeah, yeah, I know. But because um, he got, what, seven sacks last year, which is actually pretty impressive because I didn't – he did not play that well his rookie year. He got like – he only played a couple games and he got injured, right? But um, yeah, but we have – somebody for Carson Palmer to hand the ball off to before he tears the party. So yeah, I, I, I really – like uh, this is kind of a tangent. I really have no idea who the Cardinals are going to go after in the draft. They, yeah, they can go running back. They can go pass rusher. They can go – uh, middle linebacker, <laughs> yeah, really, they they really need all three. So I, I don't know where they're gonna go. So but anyway, but besides the point, Randy Gregory, like, okay, how far do you think he's gonna drop? First round, second round, third round? Uh, I say there's no way. Third round, I say that's way too far. And like, yes, Keenan Allen fell that far, but I think teams will take a flyer on him. I would say late first round, early second round. I'd probably say late second. Late second? Yeah, I I would say. And really, yeah, anywhere between early, um, late first round to late, like yeah. from late first round second, to the end of the second, second round. round. The second. So yeah, basically essentially. the second round. No, no, because I, like, I, I could see the Cardinals taking him, maybe the Cowboys, because they kind of need a pass rusher. Um, Saints at the very bottom, they need a pass rusher Saints too. Saints need everything. Yeah, exactly. No, Saints, <laughs> Saints. Saints. Saints are another team that has oh completely fallen, that they've completely Jimmy fallen Graham. apart. Jimmy yeah. Graham. I feel bad for Drew. I really feel bad for Drew Brees. Like, what yeah. happened to the Saints? Well, they gave Drew Brees a lot of money. Yeah, they gave Drew Brees too much money. They gave, gave Jimmy, Jimmy Graham, Graham a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, oh, I guess they realized yeah. they didn't have any money left. Exactly. I mean, that, like that was those were some bad deals. They traded away, but they just traded away Kenny Stills for Danielle Ellery. Um, what so a trade. that trade. <laughs> so, what a trade. Oof, not not great. But Danielle would be st stuck around. I think they were gonna cut him, but he said he'd restructure his contract. Yeah. So he's still there. See what happens there. I have no idea. Daniel Olivia sucked ever since. Because uh, remember the Super Bowl, um, the Super Bowl season with the Ravens. I remember everyone was like, Daniel Olivia's so good. Oh my gosh! And he was like, they're like, oh. Linebacker plays well for the Ravens. Yeah, true. Yeah. Just, if you want to be a really? good linebacker, go really, everybody the plays well for the Ravens. Like the Ravens have like a, 
The Ravens, everyone plays well for the Ravens, and as soon as you leave the Ravens, you suck. Don't leave the Ravens. Okay, rule of thumb. Don't read the, don't leave the Ravens. But yeah, so it's really just Brandon Cooks there. So if you're looking for something to draft in fantasy, Brandon Cooks has got to get like 700 oh targets oh next year. Well, also Mar Marquise uh, Colston. Like but Colston isn't, I, I didn't realize this. Colston's like 6'7", right? Yeah. Like he is a giant. He gets injured so Yeah, he, he gets injured really easily. Yeah. Yeah. he falls down. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah, but he, he is, he's so big. Yeah, but anyway. Um, Did you see Shane Ray's pro day? No, I didn't. Absolutely, he ran like a seven point three three and like the cone thing or whatever, oh, which is like on. way down. <laughs> what? Like, like way, way down. What did he run in the forty? Um, like four point six eight, I think, which isn't that, that is good that is for a, a speed pass rusher. Yeah. That is pretty bad for a speed pass rusher. Yeah, that's like not other guys good. Running the four, four. So essentially, he has no agility. Yes, and he's coming and up his speed a is foot, iffy, which is a risk for a team. So I don't think there was talk about him. A lot of mock drafts had him scheduled. Uh, slotted into the Redskins at five or early on in the draft process. Yeah. I, once again, now with, like, those speed concerns, he could be another person that falls quite far in the draft. Yeah, and you know who I might actually fall is uh, Mariota because I really think they're Bridgewatering him, you know, where they're, like, really, like, overanalyzing his pro day, which I, wasn't that great. I mean, blah, I still – I don't think he – I say the farthest he slides is six. I don't yeah. think the Jets pass on him if he's there. I do think he will go to the Titans. One interesting thing I saw this morning was Brandon Scherf. Mm -hmm. to Jacksonville at number three. A three? Which seems like an overdraft. No. But if you think about it, what is the most important thing for a rookie quarterback? Tackle. Yeah, good offensive line. And you have Blake well, no, Bortles. Well, yeah, you already have Luke Jokel, who's a good player. Well, a tackle, but at the same time, you have to keep in mind, like, they need wide receivers to throw the ball. But too. then again, they, they're not going to draft a wide receiver. They're, they're either going to draft a defensive end or... A tackle, probably. Yeah, that, that, that it was like an interesting it. thing and one that I hadn't seen before having Brandon Scherf there. Like, I get why it makes sense. I think it's an overdraft. If I was Jacksonville and you want to take Brandon Scherf, I'd try to trade down to a team, especially if Mariota gets passed on at two. Then you try to trade down, or if a team wants Leonard Williams at three. Yeah, oh, dude, Leonard, Leonard Williams is a monster. He might end up being the best player from this draft. Like, he's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. So, he can play any no position. No puts intended, best show ever. Thanks. Shout out. Um, so. <laughs> So, um, uh, uh, well, I got really off the rails there. Well, or, um, Leonard Williams. Leonard Williams. Yeah, he, he might be the best, the best player to come out of this draft. He really, he, he, he's going to be, he's going to be really good. But the thing is, yeah, he's not going to take a number one. He does a very, he has, yeah, he's, I, I feel like it's 50-50 right now. He goes number two. I would say, I would put like 75% the Titans go Marietta. No, no, Ryan, what do you think? Um, no. No? Nothing. Nothing, nothing. Don't know. Okay, wait, wait. Okay, so, all right, so we are talking about Randy Gregory. One other person who's in a similar-ish boat I want to talk about is Marcus Peters, because I've seen him go from number ten in the first round to like third round pick. I have no idea where he's gonna go. Like, wh what do you guys think? I would say late first round. Late first round. I like I've seen mock drafts having him go as early as like tenth the Rams. Yeah. I personally believe that Trey Wayans is the better cornerback. Like, they're completely different styles. Like, I saw this um, thing on them, and, like, Marcus Peters felt, like, brash, in-your-face, completely arrogant. And Trey Wayans is more, like, mellow and, like, shy away from the camera stuff. And there are people that think that you need, like, a cocky cornerback in order to match up with these wide receivers that are trash talk and then push people back and forth. I believe that Trey Wayans is still a much better cornerback overall. He's got – he was the fastest cornerback at the Combine. He's tall. A little bit undersized arms, but can jump like 
crazy. Yeah. Not quite Byron Jones, but... No, Byron Jones. <laughs> well, we, we can get inside. We can get inside. But I would say Trey Waynes goes middle first round. Marcus Peters goes late first round. No. I'd say probably middle second round. Middle for second. Yeah. Because I, 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 I can see Marcus Peters becoming, once again, like kind of like a Tyron Matthew-like player where he might drop, but then he turns out to be like really great, you know? Should have gotten the first round. <laughs> Other teams should have gotten Tyron Matthew. Yeah, but um, def yeah, definitely, I can see him dropping. I can see him dropping really far too. Like yeah, third round. But I, mean, I, don't, think be, I don't think so. I, I can see it happening. Quarterback off the board. Yeah. Second, really? Yeah. What about Darby? Darby, where's, okay. There's Darby and PJ there's, Williams. There's Ronald Darby and PJ Williams. Kevin, no, I've heard Kevin Johnson from Wake Forest. Yeah, Wake I've Forest. heard. I heard a lot of NFL teams really like him. So I don't know. He's he's pretty tall too. He's like six one. I'd say like most of those guys are like. A little bit, I wouldn't say like second tier, but I'd say like Trey Wayne's easily they're, elevated they're all missing himself, like one but they're thing. all like missing yeah. a thing. Yeah, missing, yeah, okay. I'd cool. say like Marcus Peters' tape is like spectacular when he's yeah. been on the field, and I think that's enough that in a late round first NFL team, which is like teams that usually already have good fills at positions, mm -hmm. like honestly, you could even see a team like Seattle who lost a couple quarterbacks and free yeah. agency take him because they don't like Sherman. Yeah, I really yeah. could see and that. And that he will talk yeah. and talk and talk. So it's a lot, very, very much Kevin like Richard Sherman. Sherman. Oh my God! They've been but I could see a team in the late first round taking more of a flyer on him, panning out because he has fantastic ability, no. just whether or not he can stay on the field. Versus like Ronald Darby, P.J. Williams, Kevin Jones. They're all uh, Kevin Johnson. They're all fantastic. They're all like good cornerbacks, but I don't think they're like first round no. quality. I know because I'm um, uh, what's it, Mike, Mike Miller from Bleacher Report. I really like you know all his draft stuff. He said he doesn't see Kevin uh, Kevin. Lance Johnson, yeah. He said he doesn't see Kevin Johnson leaving the first round. Really. Yeah, so, I don't know. We'll see. Um, I think maybe one of the last things we'll talk about is... Um, oh man, I had something in mind. I completely forgot it. Um, Byron Jones. Byron Jones. Okay, he went from, like, undrafted free agent player on most people's... I think only Daniel Jeremiah actually had him, like, pretty up high. Yeah, but, like, Mike Miller had him, like... He, like, didn't even have, like, a draftable grade on him, right? And he has jumped to the first round in, like, in a, a fair amount of people's drafts. What do you guys think about this? Like, to me, this is like, because I, he hasn't even had a pro day yet. To me, this is like a big reach, you know? I mean, yeah, it's just a mock draft, but I don't know. He's definitely going to jump into like the first or, first or third round with, yeah. his, with his combine performance. Yeah. So it's just a matter of how he does in the pro day. Yeah, I'd say his pro day is going to be a big determinant. I'd say right now, I would not draft him in the first round just because like, there are other cornerbacks yeah. that have played against tougher opposition that have good measurables. Like, no one's going to have the jump near him. But if he runs fast on his pro day, which he easily could with the kind of explosiveness that he's shown, I'd say he could be second round, maybe. Yeah. But I wouldn't, I don't say he goes first round whatsoever. Yeah, I, I mean, would take, like, Ronald Darby, PJ Williams, any of those guys ahead yeah. of him in the first round just because of experience. I, I mean, like, that, that, I mean, like, the whole, like, jump to first, like, that's pretty insane yeah. to me. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I can see, like, second, third round. Yeah. I don't think. Higher than that, but I wouldn't say lower. I don't know because if, if he runs like like a four four but or it, maybe even a four three at his pro day, I could go second round though. He, no, I actually think he might might jump into the end of the first round. Maybe, maybe because like because I think people really because you have to admit people do kind of get enamored with measurables. I bet even yeah even NFL scouts probably do get a little bit enamored with kind of measurables. So and he has his measurables are off the charts. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> yeah, literally off the charts. Okay, so um, that's about it. You guys, have any plugs? I'm gonna, okay, I'm gonna plug my other podcast. No, pretty little podcast. Listen to it. I, I have no idea when it's ever gonna come out. It's gonna come out though. You can look it up on SoundCloud. It's there. Um, 
And next week, we're not going to have an episode. But the weeks after that, we're probably going to, each of us are probably going to do a mock draft. And we're going to talk about it so leading excited. up to the actual uh, draft, which is just in, yeah, like, three or four weeks. I'll see you.